0: So kinda just got a favor, like we have to do the Scarborough squat in the camera. Right? Like, yeah, you know, you right? know, like, Yeah, so this is this has to be a still poster, right? You get this, and it's like, yo, these guys did the Scarborough squat. Right? Yeah, I know. Right? And yeah. does it, yeah. it get any more real than that? It doesn't. Never. Yeah. This this is this is like my flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Respect, guys.
1: Mandem CC drive side. <laughs> Bang, let's <laughs> go. Lights
2: nice camera action.
1: That's yeah. good. tell us about tell us about Mandem and the how it all started, I yes.
0: Uh, It feels like it was a long time ago, but it really really wasn't. The pandemic was the pandemic, bro. You know, like everything was closed. I wasn't able to go to the gym at that time. My boy and I had like a routine. We were working out together. I was playing basketball every now and then. And then in the blink of an eye, everything was gone, you know? Yeah. So I remember specifically from that uh, summer 2020, um, like a streak of like black dudes killed on, t- and there's like front, front page news, like week after week, or it felt like every day, you know, but like, I remember being like mad miserable and like just depressed about it and going to work and coming home and turning the TV on and just like, you know, listening to all the pundits and their opinion about what was going on and shit. I was just down bad. And then I just had this random idea to possibly get a bicycle. And I have friends in the city that I've been riding, like my boy Tony and my other boy Robert, they, they were on the bike thing, you know, early 2000s, you know? Like I've seen them around on bikes regularly in the city. And then my boy Darky, who's like my right hand when it comes to life and just with Mandem stuff, he used to have a BMX back in the day. I remember him coming up to the barbecues on his little like, you know, 20 inch BMX yeah. and stuff. So I, I texted him and I was like, yo, would you ever get a bike again? He's like, yeah. I was like, for real, because I'm thinking about getting a bike. And he's like, yo, let's do it. Like he and I just kind of just made that pack, just us two, right? That's how it started. So we both started looking, looking at hybrids. I went all the way up to I don't know where I was. I was North, bro, far mm. to get my bike. Perry Sound. Mm. Okay. Perry Sound bikes is where I got my first bike, okay, right? Because there, there's nothing. Right. Right. I went to Perry Sound. He went to Hamilton. We both picked up our bikes the same day, and at that point, it was like mission accomplished, you know. So uh, I remember being at my apartment and being so happy, like the bikes just there, like <laughs> le- like leaning up on the mirror, just yeah, looking yeah. sexy, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I have a bike right now, you know. And then um, I took—I I remember I took a picture at the bike shop, and I put a, a post on my Instagram i just reached out to people because even during the pandemic before the bike i was just like i'm the person like from my friends that i check in you know like i have a homegirl from high school like every couple of months i'll just text you Yo, you're good like i'm that i'm that guy you know so i remember i put a post on my instagram just checking in with everybody and like pseudo letting people check in with me and i shared that i bought a bike and this is how i've been feeling and i'm hoping the bike can alleviate whatever i'm feeling you know and then the, the comments blew up, and like dudes I knew from high school, from basketball, from different jobs, like everybody I knew had a bike. But all of a sudden, wow! And then like, yo, like we should link. Da, 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 da. And I was like, God damn. So like, as a joke, I'm sitting on the sofa, I'm playing Call of Duty. I'm like, I have a bike, Darky has a bike, Beefy has a bike, all the Mandem have bikes. Just okay. the Mandem CC. Right. The man. I said <laughs> yeah. Mandem Cycling Club. Are you dumb? Like as a joke, I was just like talking yeah. shit. Right? Yeah. And then my girl at the time, she was there and she was like, that's a good idea. You should do it. And I was like, man, cycling club, are you stupid? That's the stupidest thing. Like, why would I do <laughs> okay. that? That's so dumb. Like, yeah. I legit brushed her off, you know? Yeah. So she kissed her teeth at me and she went on the balcony. And then moments after she came back inside and she's like, and this is a conversation that, like, resonates. We're not together anymore, but, like, this is, like, one of the, like, a couple times she like spit fire into me you know yeah and she was like you're creative you always have these good ideas but for whatever reason you're always second guessing yourself what do you have to lose open up an instagram right now and i was, okay. like, well, I was like whoa 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 like like she backed me into the corner you know right. so i did it i opened up the instagram i put a picture of my bike my, my boys bikes whatever and i just made it like a I was thinking, yo, me and my boys might link up for a bike ride. I'm going to use this just to, like make fun of us. We're all older dudes. It'll be like a Scarborough man cycling meme page, if anything, you know?
2: Yeah, memory capsule.
0: Yeah. But then people are like, yo, when's the first link up? Like people were like aggressively DMing me like, yo, like what are we doing? Like people start to go on their bike rides. Like my, my boy Omar and his girl went on a bike ride tagging mandem CC. Yo, what's good? <laughs> like, <laughs> So people were tagging the account before the account had any content. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it prompted me to have a ride, so I, I just said, you know what, this day, Morningside Park. If you come, whoever comes, come, you know. And I had, no, I did not know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking, if anything, initially, it's gonna be like myself, Darky, maybe two or more of my boys, tops. Mm-hmm. But it was like seven of us. Wow. Right? And these are guys that like I go back 20 years with, you know, and we've made time for that day on that day, that June 13th. Mm-hmm. Main time on that day to go on a bike ride and then one of them was a complete stranger he didn't know me he didn't know anybody there he just saw the post on Instagram okay and said oh this is close to me I'm gonna come
1: right right and then the rest is just wow Build it, and people will come right yeah
0: and it's funny because like I didn't I wasn't planned it was more just like I did it for my boys the first time and then like, yo, that was sick. Let's do it again. Yes. So I, I said, yo, they have active T O on Bayview. Let's try Bayview. And then there was fifteen people, and four women came for the first time. And then like, I was like, yo, there's gal here, <laughs> you know. And then the third week, we met at the Humber Bay Bridge, and there was forty people there. And I, and then that day, I got shook. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, this, this is not the flex. This is not. Wow. It wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't, it wasn't like what I have like envisioned. And mind you, I wasn't envisioning anything. Right. Yeah. But aside from me and my boys linking up and making shit on dumb photos and videos on Instagram, you know? So that moment, I got a little scared about it because I didn't know what was happening, and I I didn't know how to prepare for it. And I tried to self-sabotage it. Like, the following week, I, I remember specifically Like, altering the schedule in a way to make it less appealing. Mm. Right? So, like, the following weekend, I had a ride, like, Saturday morning, 8 a.m. Yeah. Nobody's coming to this. Yes. 25 people. Wow. At 8 in the morning. 25. 25. At 8 a.m. on a Saturday. And then the following day on Sunday, it was 10 a.m. And it was, like, 30. And then I just let go. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not trying to tell people to, to leave me alone or, like, don't come or shut it down and had people ask questions like you know what let's just not let's just enjoy it mm. and then the minute i let go is when everything just blossomed crazy yeah 2020 like it was an epic it was an epic summer man.
1: i just remember like being on instagram and just seeing it everywhere yeah like all my like friends are just reposting it and it's just like well this is a thing yeah like, who is this guy mm-hmm. like when did you realize that like you were that guy
0: i still don't look at myself as that guy yeah people tell me i'm that guy and i've had people tell me that others look at me as that guy you know but i don't i don't know i just i just have a difficult time accepting that because i'm aware as as much as as beautiful as mandem cc is and as much as it has as it's grown and as much as it's brought people together and I've made like hundreds and hundreds of like net new connections by way of that, including you guys, like we met through that. I'm also very aware of the divine, like lining up of things that happen to make that occur. Mm. Mm. Right. It's almost, I don't know what like book it is or what fable it is, but like it's almost like back to the future. Mm. No, back to the future I'm aging myself but you know you know back to the <laughs> if you see if you watch back, to the, back to the future if you yeah. watch back to the future right the the, the, the lightning is going to strike the clock at this time and you have to be going x speed and the computer has to be set to this yeah for f- that to happen right
2: mm. right 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 I mean, and if
0: perfect. one of those things are off then it, it's, it's not gonna go down mm. that's how I look at man. Right. It's like, yes, me as who I am as an individual. And I've lived in Toronto my whole life and I've been fortunate enough to make a lot of friends and maintain a lot of relationships over that course of time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm very aware that the pandemic happened and there's nothing else to do. So there wasn't much competition in terms of of that. Mm-hmm. Number two, at that moment, because of the pandemic, people were craving connection. Yeah. They're craving social interaction. Number three. I had no idea that at the time when, when I had the idea to start Mandem, I had no idea that there was this whole diversity and inclusion conversation happening mm-hmm. specifically about cycling and how it's, right. and how there's been those barriers and, yeah. and, um, you know, like all, all those things that keep people from engaging in that activity. Like there's that conversation happening. And one element that I always tell people is, from the community aspect, like I wasn't really involved in the community. Like I had friends that were doing community stuff. Yeah. And this, like my one boy, Derek is a barber. Yeah. And he would do these like back to school, free haircuts for kids type of thing. Mm. And I went, I went to one of them and I helped them sweep the floor and I got the kids organized. I just offered my help, you know? So usually like when there's people that I know that are doing community stuff, mm. I'll like, yo, how can I help you? Yeah. <laughs> like need me to do this? Like I'll just, I'll just come through because I'm not doing anything on my own. But in Toronto, from a physical activity community standpoint, like the run community is very deep here. Very deep and very enriched, and lots of people that are actively involved in it from different crews. So when Mandem CC first started and I made that very first flyer, my childhood friend Courtney, who runs with Parkdale Roadrunners, I don't know if you've heard of that running club. Huge. Yes. Right, one of probably the biggest in, in Toronto. Love the energy that they bring right? to the after space. He runs with Parkdale, so at the time, running with crews was deemed as unsafe. Mm. Like, you guys can't. You guys are too close. To your breath and COVID and whatever, right? Mm. But bicycling wasn't deemed as that because you obviously need a bit more space on the bike. So there's people that weren't allowed to run together, and they were starting to ride together. So then mm-hmm. when I started man them, and he shared that. On his page to his run and he has a very deep connection in the run community that initial spike from CC was the toronto run community undeniable when i look back and i look at like that third week when i had like 40 people when i got scared 20 25 of those people were from the toronto run community and i'll never i'll never deny that that's that's a fucking fact right so all of that had to line up because when Courtney posted that on his page, that led to the stranger coming, that guy's from the run community. Yeah. Okay. Right? And then the following week, and when the four women came, those four women are from the run community. Mm-hmm. And then the following week when there's 40 people there and 25 are from the run community. And that that's what led to the growth that we had. Mm-hmm. Was from the run community, because they weren't allowed to run to it. So I always pay homage to the run community. So again, when you look at all of those elements, mm-hmm. plus me, like the way that I chose to nurture it and the way that I chose to present it. That's how everything just bubbled up and made it like the it gives you that energy and that vibe that it has right
1: now. Like it's
0: just continued to carry over. Right. So even though the Run Community is back and they're running and stuff like that, you know, they still like they, they still ride with me. Yeah. Right. They just do both. Though. Exactly. Right. Okay. I feel
1: like, you know, that's probably a little bit of the magic that brought it all together.
0: hundred percent. You know,
1: like your attitude of of just being so inherently inclusive about the whole thing mm-hmm. and choosing not to make it about you yeah you know even now you like you refuse to take credit for it i'll take I'll <laughs> take <know>? hey, listen <laughs>
0: i'll take credit from the fact that i run all the socials and i tell the storyteller yeah that's one of my gifts i'm a storyteller right so when it comes to like the captions and Presenting the rides in a cool way and like when I pick a, a song to like match the vibe that I'm going for And like sometimes it might be something aggressive like Mob Deep and then it might be something smooth like Janet Jackson Like I create that vibe that lets people know like yo it's a ting like come through you know what I'm saying? Mm. But the whole inclusion thing and again That's a bit of a slippery slope for me like I have a I have a bit of a skewed Unpopular perception about that When it comes to inclusion and diversity and um, representation because I grew up in Scarborough I grew up in a very white neighborhood in Scarborough and I was in French immersion so I had no like single-digit black friends until like grade 7 grade 8 like all my friends were white Mm. but once you get to high school, especially in Scarborough, that's where you become who you are, in my, as far as I'm concerned. You, you get to grade eight, grade nine, that's going to shape who the kind of person that you're going to be for the most part. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I got to high school at Cedarbury, I had Greek friends, Macedonians, Tamils, Punjabis, like everything, Filipinos, I had everything. So for me, the idea of diversity inclusion wasn't even like a word that I I would even refer to I I just thought that's that was just like that was just my life yeah right but I also know that not a lot of people have that benefit of that experience Mm -hmm. right because if we were to go to Uxbridge right now where it's like 90 something percent white Mm -hmm. right they're not gonna see it through that type of diversity lens they're probably gonna be like Maybe a Falano. Maybe maybe they might feel pressure that they're not in, that they don't look like they're inclusive. But it's not really your fault. You just live in a white town. Like you can't import Indian people and Filipinos just so yeah. that you can look good on Instagram. Totally, like, totally. What, what, what are you going to do there, right? Yeah. So, in their defense, like they have that stigma that they just look super whitewashed or something like that. Right. And then what happens is this is just all my theory, right? What happens is now is that you get organizations that come up and it's to counter that. So like you have like super black clubs or super Filipino clubs or super, and it's fine if that's like your circle or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, you can't play both sides, right? If you, you can't talk about the inclusion and the representation and then you just do it with your people. That's why with Mandem, it's like, yeah, like you look at the page long enough, you're gonna know a black guy runs it, mm-hmm. right? But you look at those pictures, bro. Every race is there. We have people from different s- sexuality that are there. You know different body types that are there, and like that to me holds more weight than than anything.
2: Absolutely, it's not lip service. No, it's real, and I don't,
0: I don't, I, don't, I might put like in a bio, yeah, Mandem Cycling Club is a diverse and inclusive cycling community. But like I had, I didn't, I never had to like push it in that direction. It just, it just is. It yeah. Just is. yeah, because that's just who I am, and it's, it's a reflection of my life and my friends. and my connection. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: I mean, I think we agree that that's probably why you're the right person for this. Yeah. Is it, it is so second nature to you. It's so effortless. Yeah. It is who you are. Yeah. And we were talking before we started the interview about what your background was like, you know, mm-hmm. what other things you've done in your life before cycling <laughs> came around. Yeah. And, you know, your whole story is, it's always been consistent. Mm-hmm. And this is just Chris. Yeah. We get all, to see yeah. Chris on Instagram now. We get to yeah. see more of him at MND Just, MCC, just, just on a bike. Just on a bike.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's huge.
1: I can speak for like, like Grinder and I, like when we were spinning the drive side up in the early pandemic, the the you are huge, and the Mandem CC movement mm-hmm. was a huge part of what made us feel like we could do this. Yeah, you know, the, like seeing the visibility and just seeing everyone riding together. Mm-hmm. It looks sick to me. Like and growing. Like yeah, every every week because mm-hmm. it was. It was it was absolutely insane
0: yeah like even through mandem like there's been a few different organizations and people that rolled with mandem and then got the courage to start their own club and stuff like that i think that's dope like yeah i'll never take credit for it like my, my one boy from high school we reconnected on the bike he has his own club now. He road rides like I barely see him. He's too fast for me now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm not mad at that. It's yeah. like you've evolved to a point where you're just like super sick on a bike. I don't, th- I don't think I should hold you back because I'm doing something that's not at the tier that you want to be at. Yeah. You know. So, but it's just like just that, that respect is always going to be there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, when we talked about wanting to sit down with you. I think one of the things that we chat about was the fact that we want to make sure give you your flowers. Like <laughs> that's what we do like you deserve it you're not someone who's gonna ask for those flowers but we want to no. make sure to be the ones that give them to you I appreciate so it. well deserved for sure
0: I appreciate because you know, honestly like I I have some haters
2: yeah
0: and not to say that what I'm doing is so positive that it should be immune to any like negative energy or whatever but at the end of the day no matter who you are like if somebody's looking for something negative they're gonna find it mm-hmm. you know so I've just you know come from a cloth where if somebody gives me negative feedback that yeah i might get offended but i also have the emotional intelligence to maybe understand it might be some validity to what you're saying
1: mm.
0: and maybe i need to make a, a change or apply something so like for example when mandem started i didn't wear a helmet mm. right i thought i looked like a loser mm. i didn't like wearing a helmet and yeah. the first few rides I, I bought a helmet i just thought it looked like a, i just don't like wearing it mm. So the first few rides, I didn't wear it. And then I got a message from a woman and she said, Christopher, I love what you're doing. You know, you're bringing the community together in a difficult time, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But whether you like to acknowledge this or not, you are a community leader. And I think you should lead by example. I think you should wear a helmet. And I was like, yo, I, I can't th- to argue with what you're saying.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: Right. Yeah. If somebody came to my DM and was like, oh, you- Wear a helmet, you asshole. <laughs> Block, restrict, whatever. Like, I'm like don't talk like that, <laughs> right? Yeah. But she gave me the feedback in such a positive and encouraging way. We're just like, I agree,
2: totally.
0: And I wear a helmet religiously. Now. Yeah, I don't. If people don't want to wear theirs, that's fine. But me, yeah. at the mantle that I'm at, like I, I wear my helmet. If you catch me out my helmet, I genuinely forgot. It. Yeah, yeah. I like, genuinely forgot it like, in the car or something, you know. But I get that feedback sometimes. You know? But like, as much as the cycling community has that rep of being like snobby and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like a lot of the traditional clubs, like the leaders at, the, at those clubs, like who had the helm of those clubs, mm-hmm. bro, they've shown me nothing but love. Because yeah. to them, it's just like I'm helping. It's like they 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 couldn't figure out how to add that diversity element or to add some color to what they were doing. And again, if that's your life, that's your circle of friends. Like you only control so much, right? Mm-hmm. So they've, they've applauded it, right? But then, you know, there's, there's always going to be some people that just look at it negatively and might think I'm doing things for, um, you know, personal gain or whatever like that. But I, I, I don't, again, I don't take it personal because if anybody's around, Mandem, especially, if you come out and you roll with us for a couple weeks in a row, you'll see what's up. Mm. It's not, it's not like, a, like I've been told by, I have lots of friends who scale businesses and like are mm. entrepreneurs and have built brands who have told me like yo, yo you're sitting on a gold mine just the branding alone and how we present ourselves, and the art and how we design our merch and the story and stuff like that like if i had that mindset to really make it about the money mm-hmm. then it, it then bring those talks to me right but i'm i'm genuinely not trying to make it about money. Despite the opportunities I've had to do so. Like I've had a good amount of opportunities to like change how I do things. Like average cycling club you gotta pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta pay you gotta pay a, a membership due every year. Yeah. You gotta buy the kit with a couple hundred dollars every year. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't charge shit. Yeah. Just come outside. Like yeah. rent a city bike. I don't care. Like yeah. just, just pull up. Yeah. You know? And have lunch with us and eat a burger, or eat an ice cream. Like it's not like even with the shirts and stuff that we make like you don't have to buy it like yeah. i make that for me mm-hmm. and i sell it and if you like it buy one cool but then the money goes right back
2: right and anybody
0: anybody who's like i'm not trying to toot my own horn here but anybody who's come out enough they will tell you stories when chris tapped his debit card on some stuff mm-hmm. and took care of anybody, or like because i because i've done things that I've brought money in through that that support so right. it, it's, it's just reciprocal it goes right back right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I have a decent-paying job. Mm-hmm. I can afford Toronto rent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You true. get what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> I don't need to charge you guys. Yeah. Mandatory VIP membership, x amount a year. Like, yeah. You know, if I when like even like our social event that I hope both of you guys can attend, like mm, I sell tickets because you guys, the people are asking to do something off the bike social beyond just going to a park and eating hot dogs. So like, yeah, I will organize that for you, but it's going to cost some money to alleviate some of the cost incurred with that. And like, we get some money sometimes from the merch and some other stuff, and like, we make, make that stuff happen. Right? But I'm not, I'm not caking off
1: a man, some you're crazy. I think like that's... Like you've made it so easy for everyone to take part. And to not feel like there are all these rules of you have, you have to wear a certain type of clothing, you yeah. have to have a certain type of bicycle, you have to have a certain type of career uh you have to ride in the straight line and be able to be able to go certain performance level yeah i think
0: that's That's one thing too because like every club has some expectation right Right? even if it's like even if they say it's drop or no drop right Mm -hmm. there's still an expectation if i say it's a drop ride that means if you're not fast enough i'm gonna leave your ass yes right but then if i say it's no drop that means you can be as slow as you want and we're going to circle back and make sure you're good. But you you might not feel good about that. Mm. I've been on one of those rides. I mean, you ever been on a ride where there's, where there's like no drop and you're the slowest. Unfortunately, yes. It's not that a good is. feeling. It
1: is the worst. Yeah. So as
0: much as it gets promoted as a good thing to like yes. include everybody, you don't want to be that guy or that woman at the back. Yeah, feeling like you're slowing everything down and like everybody's at the end hanging out. And then yes. there's one or two people that have been mandated to watch you because yes. you're not at a certain level yet. Right? So I don't do drop or no drop with Mandan because technically we're not even doing group rides. Mm. Like we don't ride on the road. We ride on the Martin Goodman Trail or like the trail system. So we can't ride side by side even if we wanted to. So all you gotta be is independent. You can go as slow or as fast as you want. Like sometimes if it's a short distance, I'll circle back and like you're good and like just check in with people. But it's not a good feeling Mm. for the person that has to do the sweeping or the
1: person being swept. Just I've
0: been on both sides. It's not good. (laughs) It's
1: not good. I see, I see like, um, it feels like you're very intentional about making that decision.
0: Well, yeah, because initially, and if you look at all of our um, posts for rides that we do, the language is clear every time. My friends and I are going here for lunch. My friends and I, yes. we're going here to get ice cream. My friends and I, we're gonna go watch the sun go down here. You want to roll roll and i'm not saying that, that that's positioned for some like indemnity from a legal standpoint or liability standpoint or anything like that it's just that's exactly what it is i'm linking with my friends and we're going here right and if you want to come through come through if you want to if the distance is too long for you link up with us at the beginning hang out ride the first couple kilometers and go about your business or meet us at the end like if it's totally open and it eliminates a lot of the nuance that exists with the traditional approach to what a cycling club, what a group ride looks like. like. We do not do group rides. I say that all the time. This is not a group ride. Even at our, when we have our our events, I say it. Like I do my land acknowledgement, and then I say, this is not a group ride. We're going from here to here. I showed you the map on Strava. I gave you the address of the destination that we're going to, and I told you the distance. Mm-hmm. You're an adult. You decide if you want to ride that distance or part of it or half or ride one way and take the go train back, I do not care. But my friends and I, we're going here for lunch. And it's that simple.
1: So like that group of friends has grown and grown. Yeah, bro, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's. it's so silly now because initially it was just like, I gotta talk to like me and a handful of my boys yeah <laughs> and now it's like the core group was like i have like a little mini group chat of like 30 people
1: yes
0: <laughs> so i'm like here's what's happening yeah you know and if you see it you see it I'm, like hey the merch is dropping soon so here's some pictures like but the the core it, it's been coming and going you know but it still has grown significantly from 2020 to now it's like easily like if i were to like really sit down with a pen and paper and like make a list of everyone who i would consider to be like core like insider enough or like you pull up enough where like i know you're a regular i don't know dozens dozens and dozens of
2: so chris you mentioned something that i want to talk to talk about yeah a little bit more you're talking about how some cycling clubs their goal is to be as fast as possible some cycling clubs their goal is to be diverse as possible mm-hmm. your goal if let me know if, what you think about this but the way yeah. that i term for interpret it is your goal is to be positive your goal is to feel good your goal is to be comfortable and confident on a bike your goal is to show other people how you can also do it. How do you think that came to be? Is mm-hmm. that your focus? No, I want to say I, it's not an intentional focus. Mm-hmm. I
0: think it just kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Like, I'm just being myself, mm-hmm. right? So if you're my friend, I will be accommodating towards you. I will respect you. I will understand that things aren't always going to be the way that I want them to be. And that's that's what the beauty of the friendship is, you know? Mm-hmm. So, when I think back, like growing up, my boys and there's days it was Friday night, you want to go to a club, and like some men's had money and some didn't, you know? And I was like, don't, I got you tonight. Like, mm. come through, like, I got the beers, I'll put gas in your car for you. And then there's been times where I'm on the other end of that and they're doing that for me. So, it's like, it's just been that, like, you scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, when it comes to men in particular, um, Again, like I wasn't really aware of the beauty of it until maybe like a handful of weeks into it. Mm-hmm. Right. People were giving me feedback and I was getting messages from people telling me about their experiences, like looking for a club and some of the barriers that existed. Not even like again, like race aside, like whatever, just, just strictly from a expectation standpoint, like you have to perform, you have to ride a certain way, you had to ride a certain ability level, speed, etc, etc, etc. And then from a social standpoint, um, you know, there's a few other clubs I'd say that are um, that are more social than performance, right. but there's a certain niche in terms of what that social group looks like, right. you know, and that, not, that might not be for everybody, you know? So I'm just very fortunate that my specific social group, and I, to me, at least, and look at the pictures, it'll, it'll be a testament to that. It's, it's a true reflection of like Toronto is diverse. You know, we have every race under the sun, every body type, every you name it. You know, and when people see that, it's very easy for you to see yourself in one of those pictures, 100%. right? You don't look at any of the and again, mandem CC is for everybody, but it doesn't mean it's for everybody mm. because there, there is people that have specifically told me mm. that, you know, you guys might ride too fast for me, or right. not fast enough mm. or you guys don't do long enough distance, so there's that middle ground of like everything in between that we kind of just kind of comfortably fit in. Where it's like, yes, we're social. Yes, we just kind of like do little city rides and go for lunch and stuff like that. But every now and then, we might ride 60k to Hamilton for fish and chips. Right. If you're right, if if you're down for that, like right. we'll do it. Yeah. Right.
2: Me, my friends are gonna ride here. Yeah. You exactly. Can come if you want.
0: Exactly. You know yeah. and. To be honest with you, I've, I've kind of, I don't want to say I've gatekept those longer missions because, again, like the, the sanctity of Mandem CC has always been like everybody's welcome. Mm-hmm. And I know when I do a ride that's like 60K one way that it kind of does create a, a barrier like that. Mm-hmm. So I have mixed up the curriculum in a way where, you know, if, if anybody can come on any given week. But at the same time, including myself, I was a beginner when I got my bike in 22. And to be honest with you, this is my fourth summer of actively riding a bike. And I would still consider myself a beginner. I'm an enthusiast though, but in terms of like my acumen, I'm very, very very green still. Mm. You know, like I would say probably like last year is when I really got comfortable swapping my tires by myself. Not to say I couldn't do it before, but now it's like whatever. It's like changing underwear. It's like done, mm. right? Um, but even just from like a biking standpoint, again, I don't I don't ride for performance, so I don't really know what my my FTP is, and I don't do Zwift. I don't I don't know what my zone two heart rate is. I don't <laughs> I don't know. Right? I don't know what my cadence is. Don't ask me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> want to know. I don't, I don't care to know. <laughs> We're down to not right? ask you. <laughs>
2: right? Yeah. Right? Oh, so, that's, that's awkward. Right. <laughs> roll past those <laughs> yeah.
0: right? So there's some people who might be like, Oh, he's not at the level because he doesn't know these things. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. On the other side of the spectrum, there's people that I know, like in my personal life, that be like, Bro, you wrote to Hamilton. You're, thinking, you're a cycle. <laughs> 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 like, what do you think? Yeah. Right? Like they, like, they can't fathom it.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. So, like, yeah. it's it's that it's that sweet like middle spot that we kind of kind of you know navigate comfortably mm. and offer that mix. But I'm I'm just having to start to accommodate to the people that have developed their abilities with me over time. Mm. That riding up and down the waterfront is just not going to cut it. You know. So I have some ideas how I can shape the rides in a way where it's still open for everybody to come and then also still accommodate to those that have you know put in some work over the years
1: and and, and want to take some trips yeah so you you said that there were like you've been on a back on a bike as of four years ago 2020 what was that gap bro
0: so 2020 i was 40.
1: i didn't
0: have a bike that i remember owning as mine yeah i was a teenager i was a teenager because and, and again not to incriminate myself but yo, know, back then in like teenagers in scarborough like people just they're just jacking bikes we just everybody there's just those bikes we all shared mm-hmm. you know like one like my mom wasn't going and buy me a brand new specialized rock hopper or like, yeah. you know, like we weren't getting yeah. those yeah. yeah you know like it was just more like hand-me-downs from other older cousins or somebody's tifa bike from some other neighborhood and we spray painted it and then it just got tossed around the <laughs> We we're just sharing it like Uber, you know? <laughs> like we we're just, um but the last bike that I remember owning that was mine, I had like this like cherry red like BMX. That was a rally. And bro, I must have, I might have been like 11, 12 years old. I didn't I don't think I've owned a bike in my teenage years. Like that was my bike. So yeah, so probably yeah. since a teenager. So I'd say from then to so easily probably like over 20 years, ago.
2: Yeah.
1: I think a lot of people will be surprised when they hear this part, mm-hmm. because of like what you talked about earlier. Like people, a lot of folks will think, "Oh, he's such a hardcore cyclist now."
0: Yeah, but that's all perception, right? Yes, so, so, so absolutely. Some, so the, my my friends again that don't know me on the bike thing, and they just know me as just from being around and like going to the club and whatever, smoking, drinking, hanging out. Like they, this, this is foreign to them. Right. They they love to see it. Mm-hmm. But they can't even, they, don't, they just don't get it. They just don't get it. Thank you, kind sir. Of course.
1: Right? Cheers to some peppermint. So cheers, much. cheers.
0: Thank you for accommodating my palate. Mm. Of course. Quite nice nice. kind of. That's what happens when you get out
1: you should, here you in should, Scarborough you should, in the blocks. You should have had this last night to calm you <laughs> down after
2: after the spring training. Well, that's exactly what I wanted to yeah. ask you yeah, about. Mm. Actually,
1: so, so anyone listening, yeah. uh, I had the opportunity to get invited to the Mandem CC uh, spring training. Yes. Mm. So we did spin last night. Um, and shout out to Jackie and Taryn. Th- shout out to them. Shout out to the whole Mandem crew. It was one of the one of the most special things I've done in community. Mm. To just to be a, be around such a diverse group of people. It, I've never done a spin class before, um, and like feel like there's like space for me. Yeah. Not only that, but to then like take that energy and take it to the next level. And where we were there like dancing on our bikes, literally yeah. like waving a flag on our bikes. <laughs> yeah. Like couldn't discern if it was caravana or spin. Like <laughs> they, they be kind of became the same energy. And that for me like really kind of like typified like the whole Mandem movement, mm. you know? So it's this, like this is that energy and everyone there was a part of it and, and just like feeding it and, and propagating it mm. and like, Chris, Chris was right in the middle of making it all happen. you don't want to take credit for that, but it's pretty incredible. No, I definitely curated. I, was, yes. I, I curated that. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, again, yes.
0: like I personally, I've been on a health and wellness journey. Yes. You no, know, I've lost about 55 pounds and part of that whole regimen was going to spin. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, an associate of mine, Christina, she has a community group east run crew that does weekly fitness stuff and they hosted a spin class and she invited me and i was like spin i don't know S- similar to you like i associate it with like white girls and like no- nothing that no- nowhere that i would belong you know yeah but she said no come try it out whatever you ride you know it might be good for your training and like i was just like you know what let me just accuse you and she's pretty you know uh, convincing so i went and I had the same, same instructor, Jackie, and I left there feeling like I just got um, baptized. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: like, I remember being on the, I, I told Darkie this, he was dying of laughter. I remember being on the subway train, going back home and like, almost like a movie, you know? Like, you're just like looking at your reflection in the, in the glass, I'm just like smiling at myself, like, yo, know, that was sick, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Having that moment. So I ended up just committing, and, I, and like for two or maybe three months, so February through like April, mm-hmm. maybe maybe like a couple of classes early May, I was spinning every Tuesday night. Wow, every Tuesday, yeah. you know. And again, like the, the class holds like forty-two. On uh, most nights, I was one of maybe less than five dudes that were in that room, you know. Yeah. But I was there, and it, it does something to you like chemically. I'm not Dr. Huberman, I'm not going to speak on the actual reactions taking place in your body and doing yeah. <laughs> such an activity, yeah. you know, but every time I, I left there, like there was days where I would be like tired and, and I still went and then just leave there feeling like completely washed of everything. You know? mm-hmm. So when the idea or the opportunity came up to potentially do a class with Mandem, i did not know if the community would how they would receive it because most people again look talking about like cycling holistically again right this the serious cyclists when winter comes like they have zwift they have their trainer in their crib Mm. and they have their pain cave or whatever they call it and they're going ham doing rides doing so that when summer comes out the gate april may you're doing a 100k ride like you never stop right Mm. for most everybody else like Summer's done. You're not riding your bike. You're not doing nothing, myself included, mm-hmm. you know? So um, I presented it to people and like women love spin. So lots of women came through, but you were there. So that's not normal that there's that many dudes. there. Right. That, so like I, I made that happen. I was like, listen, bro, you're following him like we're doing spin. You mm-hmm. and my boy that had the whole like mountain bike helmet on. I had to dare him to come right so but now you've experienced it and i was like that's not as bad as i thought or i could see myself doing this or mandemcc has to do this again Mm. right so this is all just like a one big litmus test to see like what kind of activities beyond our our usual summer curriculum people will be down for and um it's gonna be more like there's so many opportunities in the toronto like wellness space of different gyms different facilities, yoga, you name it, that we could partner up with and do stuff like that with. And I think that's going to be the future of what MANDMCC looks like, it's like, yeah, we're a cycling club, where to some people are not really a cycling club, or a social club, or whatever. Um, I think we're more of a community than a cycling club anyway. So when I get that negative commentary about us being a club, I, I just brush it off now, before I would get offended. Before I'd be like, what do you mean I'm not a cycling club? Oh, you, you have to register with Ontario Cycling Association. <laughs> You guys don't even wear bibs. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have a bib now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. I, I wear I, a bib now. Am What's I cycling it?
2: club yet? Right?
0: Not and not and not the Amazon just to pull-up. Like, this is the full over the, <laughs> yeah, the over-the-shoulder big John stud. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
2: You got the whole You got the whole
0: that. thing now, right? So I used to take offense to that, but now I'm like, I'm just like anybody sees the name the name is whatever but if anybody says this, that that's not a real club or a real club that's xyz seem like yeah you're right go ride with them go we'll do that stuff then and we're over here chilling
2: yeah. that's not what you want to do
0: no yeah. no i don't find entertainment in that yeah. personally i don't that doesn't look fun to me yeah it doesn't look fun to me
1: yeah i think you know it's become much bigger than that yeah
0: i, I appreciate it it's a community that. it's a yes. family bro like it definitely man. is there's people that
1: If I were to shut down
0: Mandem CC right now, like today, like right now, if I were to be like, yo, it's done. Yes. There's a couple dozen people that would be my friends still forever. I have no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. I, I can never escape them. Ever. Yeah. You know? And that to me is bigger than anything. So I don't really care about the cycling club title and stuff like that. We are a community group. And I'm starting to, like, let things take shape instead of trying to control it. And it's looking like we're just going to be another cog in the overall Toronto wellness space, period. Right. And yeah, the majority of time what we're doing is going to be on a bicycle, but it's not limited to that. You mm. know? And I, I think that's the beauty of what the future yeah. holds for. What we're doing.
1: I feel like privileged to have had lots of great conversations with you about wellness and mental health. Mm. Yeah. Uh, would Do you think like... What came first, like the focus on mental health or was it was it at all mandem and cycling that made you more aware of that? Talking about me personally or the club and the direction the, club, the club's doing? It feels like the two are interconnected.
0: Yeah, so I can say this, the bike definitely helped me with my personal mental health, 100%. Right, definitely offered some clarity and a disconnect from stuff and bringing back that like childlike wonder that we had of exploring and
2: Absolutely.
0: being outside and like falling and touching dirt and stuff that, you know, that we take for granted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: It's a big part of going up the
0: he, Yeah, so the mental health aspect just came, just flourished naturally just from riding a bike a lot. Mm-hmm. And then through MEND and then again, offering these you know welcome events where people just come through and you know, don't wash no face, just come type of thing. I received a lot of messages from people who have told me straight up how much that you know being able to participate in Mandem CC has helped them with their mental health. So yeah, mm-hmm. you know I'm going through a divorce and it's been rough, but this is the realest shit for me, or I battle depression, or like, I'm recovering an addict. Like I brought I have bare stories in my DMs, right? So. Not to say that I've taken those messages and been like, oh, this is going to be one of our core pillars of our like our, 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 our corporate whatever. Like, no, it's not, it's not that deep, but I'm just I'm just aware of it. So that does add a layer of. Like responsibility on me to a degree. So it's like, I know if I were to take it away, that it's not just me saying, I don't want to ride a bike anymore. I'm, I'm stripping this from some people that need it, that don't have anything else at that time or, or not or maybe they do but like rolling with mandem is like for them the best thing because mm-hmm. there's nothing like it yeah right like as adults you don't really make friends it's hard right like whoever your friends are, are your friends and like through outdoor community stuff like this and like there's other sports associations and stuff like that as well mm-hmm. that's probably a more common way for you to make friends and like actually build like genuine connections as mm-hmm. opposed to like Going to a bar and like meeting someone and like chopping it up like, yeah. in that in that type of environment, right? So to, just to go back to your question, like that mental thing, it keeps me riding the bike. And then when it comes to the Mandem CC offering and how it benefits others, it keeps me. It keeps me wanting to keep on doing it. Almost, you know, it's mm-hmm. like fuck the t-shirts and like you know all the hip-hop music that i put on the page and like all that type of stuff like those link-ups like even yesterday when we were at the spin right those people a lot of them haven't seen each other since last october Mm. right so and then they link up and it's like ah we're back yes right i was like how could i take that away not to say that they wouldn't still link like there are people that have made friends through mandem and they've gone and done their own little hangouts and stuff like that i don't care right but like If I were to shut it down, they would, they would still be friends. The same way that I would probably still be friends with them and other people and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I know how much weight it holds in some people's lives. So I take that, I I, I do not take that like, I do not take that like, from a physical standpoint. Now this goes into the spring training and the ideology behind that because last year or sorry, last season. So end of season two, going into season three. So like this time last year, I was extremely overweight, you know, and I wasn't even sure if I was allowed to ride my bike based on how much weight I gained. And that kind of shook me because I was like, am I not going to be able to do mandem because I chose to just be lazy and gain crazy weight and not take care of myself? So I told myself after last year that I'm not doing that again. So, once last season ended, I gave myself a bit of grace, October or whatever, November, and then I said, I'm gonna lock in and get my shit on. right? So, that's where the whole spring training idea came behind me. Where I was like, I know firsthand that from my story, when I took my overall physical wellness a bit more seriously and focused on my eating and I lost some weight and whatever, I enjoyed and riding my bike way more. Like, I've, I've been on my bike a handful of times so far this year, but I'm it's, it's a way different experience at this weight and with this level of mental clarity, right? So now I'm just like, okay, let me see if anybody else would benefit from that journey. So we're gonna lift weights sometimes now. We're gonna go do a spin class. We're gonna do yoga. We're gonna do some other activities. It doesn't always just have to be bikes and burgers and pizza, you know? So.
2: Taking space.
0: Yeah, man. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: You talk about responsibility. Yeah. You Scared shitless when four people showed up to that ride. Mm-hmm. You're like, how do I handle this? Am I gonna self-sabotage these rides? Before they <laughs> <make?"> <laughs> Which I think we can totally understand that feeling. Totally, yeah. Um, we tried. If, if you were to go, yeah, if you were to go back and rethink about how you feel about responsibility, do you still feel the same way? Are you still scared of that responsibility?
0: No, and the reason why is because I've how can I say this? That first year, everything it was foreign to me, right? So I went from just getting a bike for the first time since I was a kid to within a couple of weeks being the leader of like the waviest bike crew that Toronto's seen in probably a long time or ever lost Maybe, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah that's uh, Yeah, like flooding the lake shore with bikes and, yes. and like, everybody knows that I'm behind it. And like, yo, I saw, your, <laughs> I saw your mandem crew on CP24. Like, you know, like my, my homeboy's girl at the salon. Yeah. And she said, they can't play your commercial. It's so annoying, like, you know, was like but it's like, And that moment, that year, the responsibility was just because I didn't know what mandem was. I didn't know what role I wanted to play in it. I didn't know where it's going. I didn't know what the people wanted. There's so many like question marks about like, and and I was like, I was adding work. I was just like overthinking things. I was adding complexities that weren't there. It wasn't until the second year when I really kind of like eased into it and just really made it really simple. My mm-hmm. friends and I are going to go here, da da da, da, da. If you want to come, you can come. And um, that's when it got beautiful. So in terms of like how many people were coming, again, like, that first year was like baptism by fire, so to speak, where it's like a hundred people sometimes. So the numbers didn't intimidate me anymore. And then I just really started to like, not um, relieve myself of being responsible for other people, but just really preaching the importance of them being responsible for themselves
2: mm-hmm.
0: right so it's like you can't come out and think that you can just ride however you want and like if you fall off your bike it's my fault mm-hmm. or if you're, you're not going to be safe or you're not going to wear a helmet or you're not going to bring lights you know so I'll, I'll give you information that i feel is going to set you up for success if you come out mm-hmm. like so our sunday night rides are very popular you know like we'll, we'll meet up in the evening the sun goes down then we go home but it's like you need to have your lights right and I, I really just shift the onus on the people participating to so just make sure that they're prepared and responsible. And given any opportunity that I have to equip them with stuff yeah. to, to make that easier, I will. But I don't really feel that pressure of being responsible for it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more just like, it's really simple. I'm, I'm going for a bike ride. Yeah. And there might be 50 people there. Yeah. And we might just go eat lunch and hang out and then we're gonna say bye to each other and yeah. When I really just strip it down to the bare bones, that, that's what it is that's what it is like in terms of like the work beyond that like yeah when we design like our shirts and stuff and like making the flyers for the page like that requires a bit more labor but then it's not really labor for me because that that's an opportunity for me to to like exercise my creativity mm. like i don't really get i'm not really in a role in my, in my 9 to 5 job where i'm in a creative space mm. it's very administrative very clerical work right so being able to work with my boy and like let my brain just travel into these weird places and get these ideas and Apply them and lay them out, and and then put them out for public consumption, and people like it, and like that's fun to me,
1: though.
0: Mm. Right? I don't even care how many I sell or whatever, but it's just more like I'm creating, and I get to I get to exercise that creativity with Mandemcc, and, and that's the extent of it really for yeah. me. Like the responsibility aspect, like I told you, like I'll just. Uh, I'm just very transparent in regards to like what you're, setting, what you're getting yourself in, into. Absolutely. So I'll give you the map. I'll give you again. I'll give you the address. I'll tell you if you need lights. I'll tell you, hey, it's longer ride. Figure out your water situation. Mm. You know, it might be. Um, there's a go train nearby if you want to tap out. Like I'll, I'll share a lot of this information to kind of take away the tension somebody might have. Oh, don't think there's parking available. And then just let people decide if, if this is an event that they want to come to. Yeah. Right. And that that and, and like once I do all that, it's like what else could you really expect from me? You know, and then, and, the, and the good thing with that is that I don't have to, you know, delegate responsibility to any of my friends to help me organize people or to, to do stuff. It's just like, just come on, just ride your bike. Mm-hmm. And if somebody feels like being extra helpful and like, guiding someone and you, you get that service on an event whatever that like, you consider yourself very lucky because yeah. that's not part of my offer like yeah. you just you just happen to be around at a time where somebody felt like being my or myself just felt like really being helpful yeah right. right but like don't you can't really expect to come out for a bike ride that's 15k and you've never done more than five in your life and think that somebody's gonna tie a bungee cord to your bike and drag you like, yeah. not, like that, that's not realistic yeah you know so i just really put the onus on people to just be responsible for yourself yeah. I don't. I'm not an instructor. Like I know there's like certifications you can get to teach people stuff. Like maybe that's something I'm looking down the road. I don't know, but I don't like to take on more than I can chew at this time. I think it's. It,
1: we think it's incredible that this has been going for four years. It's it nice. Me to, off it's nice place. to get a. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we can imagine that it's pretty stressful. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's really nice to hear about the inner workings and under the hood of your ups and downs mm-hmm. of the whole thing, Yeah, you know, and that you've just kept going.
0: Mm-hmm. The people make it easier for me, though, like I have a very supportive, again, that core group, like I have a dozen people that on any random day, they'll message me like, if you need anything, let me know. Mm. Right. Because they, they I'm strong enough to do it by myself, but. They know that I'm doing it by myself, and they're benefiting from it because they're so close to it. Mm. And they're habitually making themselves available to help me in those moments, you know? So shout out Kimmy, shout out MK, my boy Cycle6, my boy Dane, Sarah. You know, I can go on and on. You know, there's lots of people that are always just willing to just do something extra yeah, if I need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, don't worry, don't worry. When you guys release this, I'm gonna clip it. I'm gonna, yo, don't say I don't do nothing for you guys. You know, right? You're giving them their flowers. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, you know? in the background. Yeah, helping. and I appreciate them, and I, 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 yeah. I make sure that like, I really believe in like gratitude as a currency. You know. Yes. So I make sure I, when I tell people I, I appreciate you or thank you for doing this or, or whatever, and I got. And, it just comes back to me every time, you know? So um, that responsibility aspect, like I limit it to a certain degree, by not like taking on too much. Like even like some of the like extra events, like spring training, for example, like it wasn't hard work. It was just more like a bit more time on my notepad on my phone and then my spreadsheet and DMing people and confirming and just being that, you know what I'm saying? Like I could have maybe gotten someone to do that for me if right. I wanted to, you know? but. I like I like the personal touch that I put on it and I think a lot of people also appreciate that personal touch that I put on like I'm like the Chris that runs Mandem like I'm DMing you not somebody from my team's responding to your like I'm saying yo (laughs) are you free this day reach (laughs) yeah so we're doing this do you want to come and like people hold value in that like even yesterday the guy that was there like there's there's a guy that was really interested in doing the spin class yesterday Mm. But it was full. I had waiting list only. And like, my seat was the only one I could have possibly given up. Mm. But he was so eager to participate. I said, you know what, fam? I'll give you my seat. Come. Just come. Right. Yeah. And he had the time of his life. And then he got a chance to experience what you experienced, which is being around like the crew, like in that size and like Mm. seeing how deep it is and how real it is. Right. And so now he's like. The guy sent me like a message today. He's so happy that I, like, he got to experience that. you know? Because he's just been like seeing online. Like, yeah. Instagram is only going to tell you like 10% of what's happening
1: in real life. Yeah. yeah. Right?
0: You come out and you really see how diverse it is and you see the banter and the camaraderie and all the different people and the vibes. It's like, oh shit, this, this is not what I thought it was. It's, yeah. actually, it's actually much realer than that.
1: Yeah. I, I do really appreciate how much energy it's given you. And, you know, again, shout outs to all those people yeah. who are who are helping you know, move things along in the background, mm-hmm. all 12 of you. <laughs> but I think I still think like you deserve so much credit for four years of the work nonstop. Yeah. What would you say uh, is your hope for the future of cycling?
0: <sighs> There's something I'm working on right now, I can't speak on it because it's super sick and I don't want anybody to steal the idea. (laughs) So, but I will say this because I have said it before that Man for the most part in large it benefits adults. I want to do some stuff for the youth and I have a super, super sick idea. And I have some friends in high places that are waiting for me to present something for the youth to them. And when I do, Remember this conversation?
1: Can't wait to see it. Because I,
0: <laughs> because in a perfect world, like I'm, I would like to execute this. Next year is our fifth season, and that's a milestone year. For me. Yeah, five is serious for me. Not only just from my milestone of the number, like I'm the fifth born son, sorry, fifth born child of my family. Right, I'm number five, and my middle name is Elliot. It starts with E. Number five. And when I played basketball at Cedar Gray, I wore number thirty-two plus two is five (laughs) right so there's a lot of like numerology for me when it comes to like five you know so um for next year obviously it's, it's gonna be a milestone season for man mcc more of the same more social events more link ups more like that's not gonna change but this concept that i'm working on right now to benefit the youth is gonna really the haters are gonna have a tough time bro they're gonna have a really difficult time digesting that. When that bus, just remember this, ca- hey, look at me, eh? A, which camera? This is. one? That's the one. Next year, <laughs> when I come out and you guys see that ManMCC is doing for the youth, this is gonna be a meme of myself <laughs> saying, I told you, right? Cause it's going to happen, just wait.
2: Mandem is for the kids.
0: For the, yes, it's for the <laughs> children, so. Yeah that's the future as far as i'm concerned and mm. beyond like mand mcc in particular i just wish people would just not put too much emphasis on you know putting barriers on themselves like i get that there's barriers mm. but sometimes those barriers are self-imposed mm. where you might look at something and be like that's not for me right mm. like oh I, I don't see myself doing this and then you do it and it's like i should have been doing this since that, that was that was me with cycling mm-hmm. like we come from a place where you know you get to a certain level in your your age or your money or you get a license and then you you look at a bike as like a simpleton thing like i have a car now I'm, I'm, i've leveled up i have a car you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i have a car right now it's parked in p4 but like i've been riding the train a lot more and i've been riding my bike a lot more and understanding the benefits of, of navigating the world like that you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so I, so when you talk about the future and what I hope for it, I, I hope that, especially in Toronto right now, we look at like how our transit system is decaying and the prices are going up. And you look at, like right now on the beaches, like they're protesting because they keep, people are buying permits to park on the street and there's no space to park your car. There's, there's too much cars, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And if people start to understand the benefits of getting around by bike, like theft aside, I noticed some deterrence and you're going to be sweaty and stuff like that. I get it, but there's ways around that. There's ways around that, you know, like using myself as an example, I work in an office and there's a shower, Mm -hmm. right? So I was very strategic, like, yo, this week, the weather's like this. There's three days. I'm going to ride to work these three days. But on this day where it's raining, I'm driving to work and I'm packing four extra Lululemon briefs and a socks. And I look a deodorant, a little toiletry bag. Mm. And then when I get to work, I'm going to fresh up, fresh up, put on my gears and like I have a little polo and a jeans, like I have drip at work, Mm -hmm. do my job and then switch up and then I'm back on the, you know what I'm saying? Like there's ways around it. If you, if you care to to find a way, you'll find a way. Mm. But if you're going to make excuses and and say, oh, I can't do that, then you're not going to do it. And it's that simple. So I really hope that people start to really start to, I'm not going to say abolish the car or abolish transit but be a bit more malleable in terms of the options in certain scenarios and understand that this might be a bike flex right now mm-hmm. or like even like when i came here i came from we're in scarborough i came from blower and mm-hmm. i brought my bike on the subway to Kennedy, and then i rode here mm-hmm. i could have i could have driven or put my bike in an uber xl and i could have but like there's other options you know and when we leave here i'm gonna ride yeah. home That's amazing my bike computer's charged ready i got the lights charged ready <laughs> let's go you know so it's like it's just knowing like in those moments like do i need to bring the car out right now mm. do i need to hop on the transit right now? right and one more thing about the future i'll say i'm gonna look at the camera at my glasses.
2: <laughs>
0: if you drive if you drive in toronto and you complain about traffic then you can't complain about a person on a bike you cannot complain about a person on a bike. Because if every person on a bike were to abolish their bike right now, and we're all to have a car, you would move to Calgary.
2: <laughs> facts. Right? Big facts. Sorry, Calgary. Yeah, no, for real <laughs> shit.
0: No, nothing against Calgary. It's a beautiful place. But you can't say, oh my God, this traffic is horrible.
2: Yeah.
0: And then in, in your very next breath, spit vitriol towards the people who are making traffic lighter by riding a bicycle that's right Mm -hmm. that's just logic that's right Mm -hmm. so that's what i would hope that people just like shed some ignorance about that and like when you see the city talk about putting more bike lanes they're like yeah the construction is going to suck for a while Mm -hmm. but when it's made more and more digestible the the idea of getting to work or doing certain things by bike and people are like there's less cars in the road you're you're, you're gonna be like that's my hope for
2: the Year in Toronto, got the mayoral election coming up. Yeah, check it out. Read on the platform, figure out who the most cyclist friendly candidates are, and get out there and vote. Advanced polls, advanced uh, voting.
1: Sorry, soon, yeah, that's a couple weeks, right? Super Mm -hmm. excited about what you're doing, Mm -hmm. excited for the future, and then for the kids. kids. It's over, just (laughs) just. (laughs) it's over, and it's just the beginning, just the beginning, yeah, Yeah. you know, and and from like from us to you, and I'm sure on behalf of like so many others. We appreciate your energy. Thank you, man. We appreciate your energy. Appreciate
0: that. I appreciate you guys too. It's real. That's why I link you. That's why I invite you places. Yes. Right. There's, there's people that want to get on the Chris DM invite list that aren't there yet. Yeah. Right. We appreciate. Yeah. That. So yeah, it's, it's a, I, I think again, I feel like us being Scarborough kids, yeah. especially where, and this 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 really grinds my gears too because before amalgamation. We were the biggest piece. Mm. Scarborough as a city was bigger than East York, bigger than North York, bigger than Toronto, bigger than Etobicoke. We had our own shit, we had our own recycling. Mm. You know, we had our own shit. I remember the bins. Yeah, right? And then amalgamation, whatever. And it's like, we just got forgotten, you know? And again, people have their perceptions about Scarborough and that's that's their own ignorance, you know? But a lot from a cycling standpoint and how much emphasis has been put into developing the infrastructure, in that downtown core, whatever, like. uh, I don't think at Scarborough, as vast as it is, we don't really need that much. I don't think we personally Mm. give us Kingston Road Mm. to go downtown, figure out if it's going to be Ellesmere or Shepherd that's going to get something on the northern side Mm. and then figure out what's going to be the north south. Put a couple of side streets in between, like right order or whatever. Like I don't know. But north, like north-south action. Right. And then it's it's done. People it's done. Just
2: build it. People it's done.
0: Go. We don't need like downtown where it's like Richmond, King. I like we don't need the grid.
2: Yeah.
0: We just need to know that like, if you live at freaking Orton Park in Lawrence, that if you figure out how to get to Galloway and Kingston, mm-hmm. that the bike lane's there. Totally. Just get to that section and you're and you're blessed. Yes. And then you have then you can get anywhere.
1: Yeah, exactly. just a, a basic network.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. just give them an opportunity to get to a main piece of infrastructure that gives them access to the rest of the city.
2: Scarborough is resourceful. We're known for that. Yeah, it's, it's in our blood. We you just have to have a the little bit of bias, too, but yeah, also, yeah, yeah, also, yeah. also beautiful. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent. So we're in Scarborough right now. Yes. Yeah. For everyone watching right now, this is Scarborough. This is Scarborough.
0: Way. You're not you're not getting this on Queen's
1: Key. Sorry, <laughs> No. you're not getting this. It's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> All right, we'll cap it off with um, your favorite piece of bike gear and why. Bike gear? Like that I wear, like on my bike, like what, whatever, whatever does it for you. What, what is that thing that you try not to leave home without when you go? For I a say ride? Th- I say there's two then. OK, one is my
0: saddlebag from VeloColor. Mm. It's a pocket rocket, so it has my extra tube it has my multi-tool in there it has an adapter for my
1: valve i think emergency I, I, kits in there sometimes i put a blunt in there okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but essentials yeah. yeah right Potentials. so
0: that bag for sure um and then i need my shades mm. i
1: need my shades yeah what's yours i think it's got to be my my handlebar bag mm-hmm. you know that's my version of your saddlebag yeah 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 my essentials everything that i need what's yours
2: gotta be the frame bag the frame bag same idea got my multi-tool got my dry lube got my gels yeah see i have i have a frame bag too now i'll
0: bring it out like when i'm doing a bit more longer but i just don't Mm -hmm. have it on all the time yeah Mm -hmm. but um, because i like to ride light like i'm carrying enough weight as is yeah but um but yeah I, I, I do like the frame bag. I like I had like a burrito bag at the front. Whatever it at the of the bag. What's the bag you put in the front? Cool, is that a handlebar bag? bag? I had a handlebar or yeah, yeah, I actually have like a stem bag on my bike right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah I yeah. put my phone in there sometimes uh, and stuff, some change debit mm-hmm. card. Um, but yeah, but definitely the, the Bello Color pocket Rocket. Actually, you're coming to the party maybe July 2nd? Maybe. Because we're giving some of those away. Nice. The prizes. Fully nice. kitted out. It's- so you get the bag, you get the tool, you get um, levers, and then all you need is to get the tool for your bike, and you're 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 Gucci.
1: Amazing. Yeah. That's good. yeah. We'll close this thing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little
2: Respect. Squat down,
0: dab action. Yeah. The squat dab. The squat dab. Thanks for it. Okay. Can I ask? Is, is, are we done? Yeah. yeah. We're done. So can I just get a favor, like? We have to do the Scarborough squat in the camera. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. You right? know. Yeah. So this is this has to be a still post, right? You get this. And it's like, yo, these guys did the Scarborough squat. <laughs> I know. Right? And yeah, it, yeah. Does it does it get any more real than that? It right? doesn't. Never. Yeah. This this is this is like my flowers.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Respect, guys.